Idaho's best. <laughs> hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, <clears throat> it's been quite some time since we've seen it's you. It's been an extended break. We we had to take a long one, man. Welcome back to Ivy Knows Best slash me, myself, and Ivy slash Conversations with Kush. We don't know what the fuck about hey. this shit. Hey, we've been going so long. You recording? Your microphone hooked up? You remember I, how to do everything? Like man, it took us like forty minutes to get a pre-production <laughs> to try to get this shit rolling. It's crazy, but hey, we here for y'all now. Welcome back, welcome back, bro. How you been? Great, man. You know, never better, never better, brother, never better. Hey, that's what I like to hear. That's dope, man. <laughs> um, so <clears throat> long story short, shout out to the rest of the cast. Shout out to Kim and all them. Um, from here on out, we're who you gonna see. All right, that's just what it is. All right, the rest of them got different contract situations. We'll put that out out in there right now. They all doing well for themselves. We wish them all um, the best in all their future endeavors. Shout out to Vince McMahon and all them. All right, <laughs> but <clears throat> we. I like in, that. I like what you did there. See how I did that? You see how I segued? <laughs> oh shit! Right. I you know I might have lost it a little bit, but I didn't lose it completely. So check this out, y'all. So here's what we've been on. Right, <clears throat> me and Kush. Kusha came down here, if you don't know. We both live in Texas. He lived down in Houston. I live down here, south, down here in San Antonio, right? A.K.A. Little Mexico. So I'm down here kicking it. Kush and Kim both come visit me, right? And um, I'm kicking it with Kush and playing with Kush. had his two sons with him and everything. And my kids wasn't here that weekend. They were with their mama. So uh, Kush's son started tickling me, right? He's like, play fighting with me and try to tickle me and shit. I was like, bro, I'm not tickling and he looked at me in my eyes and said, yes, you is. <laughs> Just like that. Yes, you is. And I looked over at Kush like, Kush, what's going on with your boy? And he's like, bro, man. Bro, run shit where he go. That's that's little, that's a little American Kim Jong, bro. Like, the, the where he go is his law. Hey, like, nigga, talking- nigga, if you ticklish, you ticklish, nigga. Like you tickle <laughs> So he grabs my beard because you know I had these grades and shit. So he grabbed my beard and he goes, I said, Oh shit, man, you pulled him out. He said, Now we could put him back in. Anything can be fixed. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, Hold on, wait, 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 what? <laughs> like, bro, nah, it don't work like that. Nah, 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 it can work. So we just started laughing about it. And I was like, you know what, bro? That's kids for you, right? Like kids just do all kind of shit. <clears throat> so speaking of that. I posted something on my story, right? I'm glad since mm-hmm. we talk about kids. And, and shout out, you know, and shout out to Kush. Kush did something very amazing. I want I want to give you your flowers here in front of everybody. Kush, you are an ama- you are an amazing father. Okay. And a lot of people don't give enough credit for that. So we, I want to give you a round of applause and your flowers for that because that's some that's some serious shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A lot of dudes ain't doing that. So shout out to you. Shout out to all the active fathers out here. You know, so <clears throat> what happens is this my daughter. Sends me a text message, right? <laughs> I've been divorced for some time or whatever. Uh, and my daughter and her mother has started dating around seeing other people. So I don't give a fuck. That's her choice. Congratulations. Stepdaddy sees it for some people, stepmama sees it for others, whatever. So she goes, Father. I was like, Yes. She goes, Mama Father. Call me father in this text like, message. Like, what the fuck? What, what is this? Y'all live in medieval times or something? What y'all got going <laughs> on? Sir Eric hey, Ivy and shit. Hey, but that's how you know when she about to be on some bullshit is when she says father. Normally it's dad, daddy, or whatever the case uh, is. Okay, but on, okay. on this right. day, it was father, right? She goes, father, mama's hoe won't give me money for McDonald's. <laughs> she, told me, she told me to contact you and ask you. 
So I pause for like 14 seconds while reading this message and I start laughing because what the fuck, right? Like, who, <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, what do you say? So I'm laughing and I was like, nah, LOL, right? Like, nah. And then she goes, okay. The next message she sent me was everybody's about to catch the Holy Ghost <laughs> with a fist <laughs> she, emoji and three dots. She about to have a come to Jesus meeting in the house. <laughs> so I started laughing. I was like, nah. <laughs> that was my next one. Nah. Like, what? Like, what's going on? But kids is funny as hell. Like, kids just say, what the fuck is on their mind? And we as adults be like, are you tripping? We, like, like, I ain't gonna. I ain't gonna lie, like my son, my my um my oldest one specifically, we talking about. Mm-hmm. He a very he don't get in no trouble, very disciplined, you know. After you done been around him, nigga mannerable. Cool. But that nigga that nigga do casually curse though. And he act like I'm not there. <laughs> hey man, you see this shit? Yeah, anyway. <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm, I'm serious. I'm talking about just like that, like just how you did it. <laughs> I had to tell that nigga, like, bro, chill out. Like, <laughs> hey, you know, and the thing about it is he be so cool, bro. Look, if y'all ever get a chance to meet Kush's kid, Kush's kid is one of like the coolest kids ever. Like, he don't really be on nothing. He, he play fight with you, he do his thing, but really for the most part, he's a really good kid. Like, I've seen kids, some fucked up kids out here, right? And there's some parents who be like, I don't believe in whooping my kids. You can tell when children have been disciplined correctly because they act correctly within the space of other people. Now, what they do within mm-hmm. their own home is their fucking choice. That's what mm-hmm. kids are supposed to do. I'd rather you act up here than go out in front of them folks and act crazy. You go mm-hmm. out there in the school system, start acting crazy. They call me, ask me what the fuck I got going on at the crib, and it's none of their goddamn business. Now, is it? Okay? <laughs> Mr. Ivy, the truth, you're recovering from a Percocet addiction? What the fuck? Where y'all get that shit from? Who told y'all that? Like, <laughs> like what? My son said what? Get your ass over here. My child, my children don't do shit like that. But when they when they're with me or when they're at home, they trip, right? That's what they supposed to you're supposed to trip here. So you don't trip yeah. out there. So ultimately, I think that from watching the participation, um, you can tell when the child is really getting what they need at home, you know, from how they participate with other people. And there's a lot of people out there who forget that part of it, right? There's that part of it where as a parent, you have to participate with your child. You know, and I, a lot of a lot of these motherfucking kids is raised by this shit right here. Where, where are my tablets and shit? Tablets and all of the kind of shit. They raised by that type of shit. Phones. But when you see the interaction from parents who really take time to spend with their children, you see how well-developed the child really becomes. Right? I think, like, some of that old school shit is, is necessary. Like, uh, I tell people all the time, me and my kids, I mean, we, we got game night. And when I say game night, I'm not talking about fucking... We ain't finna play Xbox. We finna play these motherfucking Trouble, Monopoly. I stay buying board games. Like, we finna sit down with none of that shit and be on some face-to-face shit and interact with each other. And, you know, see, shit, grow that love between each other. Stop watching strangers all the time and worried about what strangers doing. You need to be worried about what's in this household. And I I, I, I instill that in mind. So, you know, we, we, we do family nights. We do. I got two sons, one girl uh to make sure the girl don't feel isolated you know because she's older and not into what the boy's into i have the date nights with her like bro i don't you know it just be me and her we go do whatever she want to do you just got to make sure you instill that type of stuff in them kids you know what i'm saying and Mm -hmm. a lot of us ain't doing that no more and i i mean i completely agree i ain't gonna lie like like my like 
like my kids, we gonna go, we gonna go one weekend, we gonna go buy some toys. The next time y'all ask for something and want to buy something, we going to the bookstore. Right. And we gonna we gonna rock it like that. Well, keep keep them well adjusted and balanced. Yeah. And I think that's a real good spot to have with children because they need to know the difference. Like my kids, they have each other. I got one son and I got four daughters. One of my daughters, two months old, love her to death. I call her Muffin. So y'all gonna call her Lavish Muffin. All right, I'm Lavish Rick. She's Lavish Muffin. That's how that goes. All right, so she she's beautiful. She does her thing, but she's a baby. She doesn't know any better. Um, so the time I spend with her is important, but it's like the bond that you have to build with the baby is completely different than the bond you build with the toddler and et cetera, et cetera. So when it comes down, like my son, my son, be like, dad, what's this? What's that? My dad, my son be chill, just chilling. He don't really be doing nothing. Like we was mm-hmm. all kicking it the other day. <laughs> we was playing this little game. Right. And uh, shout out to my sister. She came down to visit this little, this little flashcard game where it's about music and shit. So you got to sing the song or sing a song that, that has like the question associated with it so the question was uh saying a song from one of these bay area legends and it was uh mc hammer too short uh sweetie or somebody else or e40 those are the four so i met son- this bitch her n- oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, no no he didn't go that far here's what happened made it is that they're too short they're freaky tears no i met this hoe not that not this bitch i met this hoe yeah he was Shout out he to met a hoe. He <laughs> met a bitch. So my son goes when he's reading the card. He goes, "Sweetie, E forty, uh, too short or Mick Hammer." <laughs> I said Mick Hammer. So we all started <laughs> laughing. Right? I said Mick Hammer. Is that nigga? That's his Irish R and B singer cousin or some shit? Who the fuck is Mick Hammer, son? That's MC Hammer, right? So my son gets agitated by it, but he got agitated because everybody was laughing. But I said, son, this is the point of human interaction, right? When you're on the phone, you can, L- people LOL chime in when they want and there's no, you control kind of the environment. Mm-hmm. You can say your piece, they can say they piece. You put your that. phone down. Yeah, you know, like like when you hear and I start laughing at you and it's a room full of people, we all laughing about something you just said, it's going to make you feel a certain way. So you got to learn how to adapt to that. learn how to take this shit. Yeah, because as a, as a grown man, guess what happens? And, when you go and, let's, you can, and let's be yeah, honest, man. I, all y'all parents out here, I ain't gonna say bully. Mm-hmm. You don't need to bully your kids, but you need to talk a bunch of shit to them. And I'm gonna tell y'all why. Because these little motherfuckers in this world now is soft. You can't say shit no more. Like, like we need to... <laughs> y'all parents need to, to get this, this next generation back to the point where I could talk shit and it don't hurt nobody i'm not getting counseled I, i'm not i haven't done anything culturally wrong like that shit is ridiculous y'all need to start back talking shit to these kids and i really think it really comes down to people overly analyzing the psychosis of every situation not yeah. every situation is a mental health uh no stimulus. like nikki you did something funny i laughed let it go man like, like, like we don't got you like <laughs> you know what happened to me when I was eight, when people laughed at me for calling MC Hammer McHammer, if my son developed a, a fucking, <laughs> a fucking uh, problem based off that, and they asked me about the little nigga, I'm like, bro, look, I'm sorry, forgive me. They asked me about the little dude, I'm like, look, bro, at the end of the day, shit be funny. Niggas laugh, bro. You can't get mad at people for laughing about your fuck up. It's funny. It's funny. Like, like um, imagine, shit, now look, bro. the problem is, is everything is a fucking mental and no offense to anyone with mental health issues because there's people who have serious mental health issues and maybe 
just maybe we're not as cultured in, into the scenario as we should be. But can we be completely honest? If I cannot laugh at you, and I'm not talking about being culturally insensitive, making racist jokes, uh, sexual jokes, whatever the case is. I'm talking about just a real simple ass joke. And you get upset. Racist. Hmm? So, some of those other jokes, though, they got to learn to accept them too. Like, motherfucker. If, but if I, if, if bro, listen, this is what I'm saying. If mm. I say hi, y'all don't season y'all food enough. That's not. <laughs> that's not. Okay. I'm not. I'm All not right. racist, but you get it. It falls under racist jokes, right? But mm-hmm. it's a funny ass. <laughs> but check, but check, but check this out though. It, as funny as that shit is, and I'm with you, right? I'm with you. What happens if one of them be like, hey? Y'all need to stop uh, filling up all the jail cells. There's not enough space for y'all in this mother. Like we have a problem. That, 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 well, la, 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 that's not the same category, though. You How is it not? I, we over. You can hello. You can tell me I overseason my food, or we put too much sugar in Kool Aid, or something. Don't don't attack how your system is affecting us to try to make a joke out of it. That's a that's whole true. different. That's true. That's true. But you know that's that you know that's where they go, right? <laughs> they don't but that's what people but uh, but but that's exactly what I'm saying. That's what people do. I make I can make a joke about something this small and you'll want to turn it into that. Right, right. Like, nah, it ain't it ain't it ain't even that. It's it's just that your food is bland. Right. Maybe that's, you should just you know salt. use salt. Right. Salt, <laughs> salt would be nice this time of the year. I'm just saying. And I think it, don't get me wrong, me personally, I think it's hilarious. I really do. I think that type of <laughs> shit is funny. But there are some levels like this is why I said the whole racist joke thing needs to kind of is a joke is a joke. It's cool. But some people don't know how to respond to the joke and they go really, really racist. And we got a problem now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're not one of them people who know how to joke within the confines of a joke, like, hey, I'm not going to go all the way over here. Like I had a buddy one time and ladies, I love y'all to death. This dude say, hey, room for the women, room for the women, me and him. All right. He walks in. And he goes, hey, you want to hear a joke? I'm like, yeah, go ahead, man. Tell him I'll jump to all you ladies a joke. And like, yeah, what's the joke? He's like, women's rights. And I was like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> like, why the fuck Woo! would you say that? And like, the room got <laughs> quiet as fuck. I never forgot did, how quiet did the, the DJ. Room was. Did, the, did the DJ table go like <laughs> in my head? That's what I heard. <laughs> the fuck? I look over. And this one chick looks, she goes, you fucking serious? <laughs> you fucking serious? I was like, oh, shit. Now, it's about to get real in this bitch because truth be told, I said this the other day. Look, no offense. And once again, because I know how this goes. YouTube guidelines, Spotify guidelines, blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> Anytime that you make fun of a group of people specifically, right, and they don't think it's funny, that's when you're going to have the problem. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So there's like that's that's why like I only say those type of like those them type of jokes to people that I have those relationships with. Facts. You know, like I had I got a I got white friends and you know I I I rag on them white jokes they rag on me with black jokes but they also know not to say those same jokes to other black people and I also know not to say those same jokes to other white people. Right. Let me let so. you know some Mister Super Villain Nigger. I mean Cushion <laughs> Yeah, I swear to God, hey, lavish nah, nigga. I mean, Mr. Nah, Ivy. Now nah, we ain't, we ain't doing it. Yeah, yeah. I, I I always say this. Look, listen, white folks, I love you. I do love you, white folks, but you won't be calling me nigga. I don't care. I don't care how y'all feel about that shit. We created the word, so what? 
you won't be calling me nigga. Sorry. And I don't want you to call me nigga on paper neither. And what I mean by calling me nigga on paper, I mean within litigation. Don't <laughs> call me nigga in court. Don't call me nigga in, in divorce in divorce court. Because I was called nigga in divorce court. They Listen, lady was like, <laughs> lady was Mr. Ivy, you need to pay blah, blah, blah amount and spouse support and child support and blah. I'm like, bitch, did you even look at the finances, the financial report before you start saying that? You know, she said, she said, I did. And you know, that was her calling me nigga right there. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Is it wrong to sometimes stereotype? Uh, Should people never stereotype? In their personal life or just Just in general? Like like you're white and Mm. you got to stop and get gas and there's 20 black people in front of the stove. Should you feel like there's some thugs and they up to something? No, no. But I think that you should also have a higher sense of alertness. Where if I can from <laughs> anybody, white, black, and different, like because if I, because I'm, 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 I'm gonna be honest with you. If I'm walking through the mall, right, mm-hmm. and a tatted up, bald headed white guys walking towards me, I start creating space. Yeah. I don't even, I haven't even seen his tattoos yet, or you get what I'm saying. But I start creating space. Well, that that's that's more of awareness, right? Safety awareness. So I don't I don't blame you for being like, mm, right? But if I see twenty motherfuckers in front of a store, period, I know better. I look, listen, me personally. All right, all right, all right. That's that may be a little too much. You white walking down the street in your neighborhood, your safe neighborhood, mm-hmm. and I'm walking past you with a hoodie on. Should you get all? Rrr. I should do exactly what what. If depending on my experiences, I hate to be so politically correct, but depending on my experiences, definitely create that space or raise my attendance a little bit. Now, that's if I'm not used to seeing black folks, I'm used to seeing black people. So to mm-hmm. me personally, if I see you walking through the neighborhood with a hoodie on, let me cross the street from this nigga anyway, because I don't know what this <laughs> nigga's on. All right. That's just me. But at the same time, is it OK to stereotype? Me personally, I say no. I say no, because I. I'm black. I'm a large black man. And if I'm walking down the street and you a tiny ass white man or white woman, and you go that to me, I'm like, bitch, what's wrong? I don't want nothing to do with you. Yeah, but 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 reality, like, okay, that may be a little too for them. You're doing too much because a nigga like me or some black people look at you and we know you're not on nothing like that. You know what I'm saying? Just by looking at you and the stuff. Right. So I, I guess I see what you're saying. Yeah, because because the cultural awareness, I, I'll be honest with you. There's there's a thing I believe I call it this a cultural awareness factor, right? If I walk into a store full of African American people, black people, wherever the fuck you want to call us, and if I see y'all, and I'm like, hey, what's going on, y'all? What's going on? What's cracking everybody? Everybody, everybody talking, whatever the case is, right? Culturally speaking, that's that's me knowing my space, knowing where I'm at, right? But if mm-hmm. I'm in Whole Foods. Let's just use Whole Foods. Shout out to Whole Foods, but we know who goes and shops at Whole Foods. All right. I walk into Whole Foods, right? And someone's picking up their uh their greenery, spice chai latte bullshit, spruce juice, whatever. And I say, hi. I'm not gonna say hey, what up, what's going on? But hey, how you doing? I'm gonna really like be culturally aware in that scenario, which I personally feel if you want to be honest with if you want to be honest with it, it's fake as fuck, but I do it. All right, I got you. I got you. Mm. I got you. You work in a prestigious neighborhood in a Louis V store. 
right black people never come in this story. When they do, they they the clean cut black people. Mm-hmm. You get somebody who dresses like us walking there. Do you keep a little eye on them or not? Nah, me personally, no. Because I'm like, all right, nigga, I'm gonna do it. <laughs> you fit in the steel, you fit in the steel, nigga. Because you might, you might, here's the thing about it you might have $300,000 in your pocket. I don't know what you got in your pocket. You might become, because I've seen. I, no, 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 no. I get what you're saying with that, because we live in a world where anybody can have any type of amount of cash, right? But yeah, that's yeah. why I specify when you do see black people in this store, they're the clean cut, because right. that goes back to your awareness, right? Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So now I come in, I got tattoos on my face, I got dreads, I got golds in my mouth, I got a chain on, my pants hanging off my ass. None of us come in this store. No, it's true. <laughs> true. You Abby, see what I'm saying? I, unless you're a rapper. I'm like, that nigga must be a rapper. Because if Lil Wayne walks to that same store, that looks just like what Lil Wayne, you just legitimately described Weezy F Baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? We go, hey, Mr. Carter. You know, we're going to treat that nigga the same because we know so, who he is, right? So is it wrong that when the white dude walked in the store, I didn't ask him if he need help or followed him around, but when he does, I do. Hell yeah, that's wrong. What the fuck is <laughs> you profiling me for, bro? You didn't profile Mr. White folk over here. What the fuck you fucking with me for? I, look, I walked in here, my money spins just like his do. If he got negative money in his account and he swipe his card that bitch gonna say decline it ain't gonna say white decline i ain't gonna lie i feel like stereotyping not bad right i feel like it's only bad when you stereotype a certain race i stereotype all you motherfuckers as you should i'm i'm looking for the 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 skinhead i'm looking for the bloods and cribs i'm looking for the Mexican games, like I'm looking for all you motherfuckers, and I'm profiling every single last one of you motherfuckers that look like you gonna do some, some harm to me. Uh, you know, I said this the other day. I said, check this out, right? And I'm glad you said this. this is going along with what you're saying. We've allowed, um, we've allowed the idea that we, you, me, anyone else, and all we talked about this before, have to live up to a, a street code, right? A street code. So, because I'm black, let's say hypothetically speaking, I am a law-abiding citizen, and I walk, mm-hmm. and I'll just live in this specified. Let's say I just live in Ghettoville, USA, somewhere, right? And I'm expected to abide by these rules that don't necessarily apply to my personal life, right? Mm-hmm. I can catch whatever comes with that life that I don't even fucking live. I could legit just get up every day, be trying to get the fuck up out of here and stack up some money, but I live over here. So I'm supposed to be somehow attached to that idea. Right. That's Mm -hmm. the, that's the hood stereotype. I like to say that's not even placed on it by people who ain't, who who are on the outside. This from people on the inside. You kind of, you kind of beat me to my point. Mm -hmm. Cause I was making all those points to get to a point like that. Mm -hmm. Like we stereotype each other all the time. Hell yeah. Yeah, we do. And and a lot of people get killed behind it, behind just being stereotyped. You you get what I'm saying? Or yeah. robbed or whatever the case may be. So, and I ask this all the time, and I know a lot of people be mad when I say shit like this, right? But whatever, right? So why do we get so mad when they do it if we continuously do it to each other? I'll say like this, check this out, right? You got a you got a brother. Can a random motherfucker walk up and do things to you that your brother could do? 
you using the wrong wrong example. <laughs> I know, I know, but I, I, I'm, I'm peep, peep where I'm going. Peep where I'm going. Nah, I'm I just if your brother walks yeah, in your I, house, that's your brother. You, yeah, yeah. If if a random nigga, if a random motherfucker walk in your house, then you a random. I gotta treat you a little different. I understand that, but we not talking. We talking on the on the world level, right? And I yeah. always say this on a on a on a fucking public level, right? Like you can't publicly display actions and not expect those same actions to come back on you. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. I I can respect it. I mean, yeah. I mean, if if we go, if we would allow, like, if it's if it's a park, right? If it's a park in the middle of the city and homeless people hang out there, the people litter it all the time. Blah 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 blah. It's just a fucked up ass park. When you walk through that park, are you just looking to find a trash can to throw your wrapper on the, on the, in the trash? No, I'm not. No. You see what I'm saying? First, first but then when I was, was <laughs> little before I even got to that bitch. What you talking about? That motherfucker been out the window when I was driving down the highway. But then when you go to one of these other parks, you may look for a trash can. You see what I'm saying? Because they, they have it publicly presented that this motherfucker is clean. We don't have no problems over here. Okay, so do you believe that we don't have any public Let's add this to people. We don't have any public representation that says that we don't need to let these stereotypes. We don't meet these stereotypes. We, we do. Have those represent- we those do. We have help. those. Rep- we have those rep- representations, but we push them out the culture. Mm. We call them sellouts. We call them. You see what I'm saying? We 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 think we think that they think that they're better for some reason because he's getting. Twenty million dollars with this white dude, he rubbing shoulders with, and wasn't making shit with us. So, yeah. not that's that's not saying that he don't feel like he wants us, but the money's over here, and we we push those type of people out the culture. Mm-hmm. It's true. I you know I said this. I said this to somebody one day. I said the worst thing about the the quote unquote culture, and let's let's just you know move into this whole culture thing, right? I was watching the uh, that King Von documentary. That Trap Lord Ross, shout out to Trap Lord Ross. Go visit his page. All right, this motherfucker know everything about everything on the show. That motherfucker topic. do. He do. He know. <laughs> hey, that boy go from conspiracy theories to rappers whole lives to. <laughs> he know, he blame. Like, look, he was then, he was talking and, about. And then ain't he like an Englishman? He, yeah, he's from Britain. I'm like this dude. <laughs> you would have thought he lived in Chirac somewhere. You thought he lived in Chicago somewhere. Like, bro, would you down the street when that happened? But he. He does this whole uh the King Von document. It's three hours. I think me and my siblings were talking about this the other day. And um what we were talking about was the fact that King Von, the documentary was three hours, right? Three hour documentary. And inside this three hour documentary, we're talking about they're talking about how 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 King Von came up, all this other shit, right? And then you start talking about how many times he killed people, all these other different things. And I said this, I said, we've highlighted now. Probably of the three-hour documentary, two hours and fifty minutes of just murders, murder, violence, gang activity, like community circumstance that befell a young man who didn't have the guidance that he was supposed to have, right? And when he did finally receive that guidance or that that way out of the that way out of that scenario, he didn't know how to turn it off, mm-hmm. and it. And rest in peace to him, but it cost him his life, right? Ultimately, at the end, because everybody in 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 this quote unquote culture that we have wants everyone to be this, be exactly what they say they are. 
But you then, gonna get paid what you pay with. But then you know, I agree. So then what ends up happening is we look at him and we go, was he a serial killer or a gangster rapper? No, he was a rapper who was rapping about the shit he lived. And that's what we like as a culture when we turn on the music. Can I feel what you're saying and do I believe? If Eminem turned on, if Eminem rapped about the same shit King Von did, would you believe Eminem? I wouldn't. No. I mean, he's actually, you know, the stuff he's rapped about. I don't even think we could talk about it all here, but but he does say some stuff, but nobody believes it. So, yeah. Yeah. Like, so so it's like, hey, we're going to sit up here and play that. No, we're not. We're not going to believe that, right? The fact that, King Von, you know, rapped the way he did, and and one of the funniest jokes is I know it's stupid, but it's funny. They said, "Man, I fell asleep during the documentary and woke up, and he was still killing people." <laughs> like fuck, like it was three hours. It was well, it was well done. It was a really great show, but it just showed me personally how you get trapped in a vicious cycle mm-hmm. if you do not if you do not have the the will. Let me not even say the will. If you don't have, yeah, let's just use will. Will's the better because you got you got to take responsibility for some of the shit you do. You kill somebody, you knew what you was doing. If you don't have the will or the opportunity to come from up under something, then you will succumb to it. You will succumb to it not because you need to, not because of peer pressure, but sometimes out of necessity. He said he joined the game because I wouldn't be able to go outside if I did. Mm-hmm. Which tells me his circumstance was so fucked up. That even if he didn't want to be in it, he was going to either get eaten by it or become become a very driving force. And he chose the latter. He chose to step on people. That's what he chose to do. And then he decided, then he decided to rap about it. And thus the vicious cycle. Right? Go to but jail, to, get out. But to answer that question, no, he wasn't a serial killer. A serial killer doesn't know or have personal problems with their targets. I agree. It's it's really just more of a hey, you fit this demographic, and this is who I'm killing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I agree. Like Jeffrey Dahmer targeted uh, homosexual black men in the community. That's who is. If you look at all his kills, except for some few, I don't. I wouldn't say he targeted black men. I think he lived in a black area. And guess who he killed? He went. To I mean, but area. that's all that was there. No, no. He uh, killed a couple uh, Asians. A couple. A couple. You know. Let me say this. He chose to kill minorities over whites. Which makes him a serial killer by definition. Home, I mean, home even kids. if you kill whites, you're a serial killer. Yeah, but hypothetically speaking, if I'm like, hey, I'm killing, Lord forbid, a serial killer is killing, I'm killing two women, then I'm Because most serial killers, most of their victims were white. They don't, he was the yeah, only but, one that really went out the black, well, except for the child murderer dude, but he was black and yeah. the Atlanta child murderer dude. Yeah, but this but this motherfucker Jeffrey 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 was killing black dudes, bro. Jeffrey was was targeting gay black men. Let's just keep it a hundred. He called a, he called he called a few strays when he could when he couldn't get the black folks that he wanted. He took he took whatever he can get. He killed some white folks too. Don't get it wrong. Jeffrey was sick, but the the difference between Jeffrey and him is Jeffrey was doing it for nothing. King Von was doing it because that's what they were doing. <laughs> that's gang activity. Uh, that's for nothing too. That's essentially. Essentially, it's really yeah. I'm gonna be honest. It's for nothing. That's what happens when if you kill my friend, I kill yours. If you murder my people, I murder yours. It's it's probably like falling. Probably ten years ago, like we gonna let the police do their job. Now I got kids. I ain't gonna. Yeah, I got time. (laughs) At all. I'm like, man, what? You kill some of my people. Say less. 
I mean, I pray to God no one ever will, but you just kind of have to now, once you get older, realize some shit just ain't worth it. I watched, and, and this is old kind of in a way, T.I. and Boosie was going back and forth about snitching. Man, we too old for that. Uh, you you are a law-abiding citizen. Both of you are millionaires. Both of you do not have nothing to worry about, both as far as uh, financially speaking is concerned. I do not need to uphold a goddamn image for a group of people who I don't fucking know probably never will meet. Mm-hmm. And if I don't want you to be around me, guess what's going to happen? Security! Push that nigga up out of here. <laughs> That's what's going to get him out of here. Like, I don't need to, to argue with y'all. Looking to old man beef, bro. F and they fucking forty. That's and I'm not. And, you know, and I love that music. I love it, but bro, at forty, at for, bro, at forty years old, you can't, bro. I'm thirty four. You cannot pay me to beef with nobody outside <laughs> outside the mothers of my children who I don't even beef with them either. I just do what the fuck they say. I take care of my kids, keep them happy, stay the fuck out the way, mind my business. Oh, why are you losing out of your hair? You do what the Man, fuck I'm they say. Ben ball, baby. <laughs> ben ball, you know, bald and beautiful. Ball is beautiful, man. <laughs> Embrace that shit. Right? We're going to do what you say if it's within reason, baby mamas. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm not about to sit up here and let me not even call y'all baby mamas because my because the women that I have children with are mothers to my children. Baby mamas. Fair enough. <laughs> my, mine. Mine, my, mine will be called mothers of children if, you know, just just out of respect, because if she called me a baby daddy, I'm like, <laughs> wrong. Father. Lavish father is even better. Okay. <laughs> you know, lavish bastard is another one. I like all those. But don't just call me no baby daddy now. Them niggas is different types of niggas. I'm one that I'm here. You pick your phone up. Hey, I need you to come do this, and it's about to happen as long as, like you said, within reason. Now, if you like, hey, my, my toilet's clogged. You better fucking unclog that shit yourself. <laughs> I got to do with my baby. <laughs> like, what they got to do with my kids? The fuck? Well, your child did it. Well, you better tell one of these children to come on here and pump that shit out. I'm not about to sit up here be smelling. Man, anyway, <laughs> you know where I'm going with that. <laughs> you know where I was going <laughs> with that. Yeah, man. Shit. Yeah. So, but shout out to Trap Lord Ross. Shout out to that three hour documentary. That shit was fucking nuts. He got a bunch of good shit on his channel. Bunch of good shit. He do. He do. Hey, you know what, though? I'm going to tell you what, what my favorite channel is. What? Ivy knows best, by <laughs> right? Just thought y'all should know that. Uh, this episode definitely would be on there. And um, shout out to our sponsors as well. Um, all two of you, <laughs> right? <there. laughs> uh, that's on it. That's on it. Clothing as well. Go on the owner enterprises and also the lavish pastor, which is my 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 uh, my brand as well. So go go fuck with that man. Go fuck with that. Anybody else? Anything else we want to cover that we didn't even get a chance to cover? No, nah, I think that's about it, bro. Yeah, I didn't want to chop it up with y'all for too long. We got to get back consistent. Yeah, we'll, we'll be, be back. back consistently, man. Especially, you know, you know, the ladies love that word consistency. So we got to come with some consistency. Oh, I we got to apply. We got to apply pressure to podcasting. We got to treat podcasting like a woman. I'm going to make this bitch mine. <laughs> I love you, girl. We gonna do it. <laughs> hey, not and by the way, ladies, y'all not bitches, y'all women. Unless you bitches. I mean, you know, to me, like that's that goes back to what we was talking about earlier. The 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 learning how to talk, take shit. Mm-hmm. To me, in today's world, and what is it, April 15th, 16th? 16th. April 16th, 2023. The word bitch is just like the word nigga. Just a word, but you know, people are affected by it differently. Like they call each other bitch, 
we call each other niggas. They get mad and call us niggas. We get mad and call them bitches. Like they that's might all even, it is. They might even that's, fuck around and call you a bitch. A bitch ass nigga. You <laughs> both of them. Now. You, <laughs> you know, but hey, so look, <clears throat> while we wrapping this thing up, look, man, we love y'all. Thank y'all very much. Super villain Kush, Lavish Rick, man. We back. Ivy knows best. We out. Hey man, pick up the next episode, man. It's coming soon. You can go ahead and uh, click that right about there somewhere wherever they post this thing at for me. All right. Cool. Uh, Net, y'all take it easy.